To Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm Protector of the Light Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 22 of Futariwa Max Heart, The Horror of Balzette. About, I'm gonna try that again. The Horror of Valdez, Pretty Cure Cornered. Also known as The Terror of Valdez, Pretty Cure colon, The Hunted. <laughs> Hunted. I. I mean. I guess. I don't. I, I don't like that it's colon the hunted. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I would have loved an episode where they were like hunted through their city. Like the predator. <laughs> yes, like the predator. <laughs> Concrete do still, jungle. Do we know where they are? I feel like the name of. Where they live has been said before, but if you ask me, I, I couldn't tell you. Somewhere in Japan? I would hope so. <laughs> honk honk. <laughs> that was such like a cartoon honking. <laughs> I imagine you're looking up the information about where they live. Yeah, I was checking to see if it said... Alright, while you do that, I will start the episode. We've already started the episode. <laughs> I will start I will start talking about what happens in the Pretty Cure episode. Um okay. Okay. So we start the episode with uh the class getting their report cards. At first I thought they were getting the results of a test, but uh Same. No, this is their report card for this period of the year. Now, I guess that's not really paying attention. She's sitting at the window thinking about what happened last time, where they fought Circulus uh, and how uh, Hikari made a new friend. But eventually, uh, she gets called to the front, and she gets her report card, and as you can imagine, from this being Nagisa, she uh, didn't do so well. In fact, she did worse. Hmm. Then, like, her grades have gotten worse. There's also a section that I guess is like, like there's a section on each report card where the teacher like writes down like stuff yeah. about them. Yeah, or they would write like a pleasure to have in class or yeah stuff like that. Teachers always said I was a pleasure to have in class. I guess like the default thing they say. Yeah, I also had trouble paying attention because, you know. I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, so Nagisa reads her and essentially is like, ah, you know, she's a lively person, but she goes a little bit overboard sometimes. And then we see some characters we haven't seen in a while. We see Wisdom and Senior in the Field of Light. They're playing Soji? This is, that's the game they're playing? Um, Shogi. Shogi. Okay, I said it wrong. I think. Yes. I don't know if it's hard G or soft G. You're, you, which used to sound more correct than what I said, but 
So they're playing that and they're talking. A senior, as you imagine, as he has in the past, has messed up everyone's name because Wisdom is wondering about them. Wisdom mentions how the power of darkness is probably getting stronger and how they notice both the Queen's life and the Hardy Elves. And Senior, for a moment, like, like, like he senses something, but it was like, it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing to worry about. Ah, but then we got to the spooky mansion. Ooh. I guess it's not spooky. Well, I guess it's a little spooky. Four evil guys and a little boy and two butlers and canis living in the middle of the woods. That's kind of spooky. A family can be. <laughs> so the boy in the mansion, this little boy, is staring out the window because he is still too caught up in what happened last episode when he saw Hakari, like, he's still thinking about it, to the point that he doesn't want to play with any of his toys with the, uh, with the butler's Zakena. Uh, and then we see Vilas and Baldez up on the stairs, talking about how it was a bad idea for uh, this little boy to meet someone from the Field of Light before he was ready. Uh, but Baldez is like, it's fine. I'm gonna awaken him no matter what. I'm just gonna go and take care of this problem. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Did you find the figure out what the name of the town is? No, I'm doing. Are? I'm doing some. Uh, doing some sleuthing. I could probably just Google "pretty cure where," like Futariwa pretty cure location or something. Yeah. But now I'm. I'm trying to do some different math. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to see where it leads you. Um, right now it's having me scroll really far down the Twitter uh, page to the point where I'm just like, I should just type this into the search bar instead of continuing to scroll. <laughs> I thought it was more recent than it is. Ah. So we're at the Taco Cafe. Yes. And Alexa is worried about showing her family her report card because, you know, her grades weren't that good. Honoka tries to be, like, positive and is like, well... You can always improve for next time. And I says, you know what? You're right. They weren't that much worse than what they were before. And then they think about Hukari. Because it is... Okay. 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 So what I did was I went on to Ayumi's Twitter to find um, that tweet about the theme park. Toshimane. Yes. Which is closing down in... Uh, already closed down last summer and is being turned into a, a shitty wizard school park, as I think I mentioned last episode. Yes. Um, but that is located in Narima, Tokyo. Oh, okay. So they are in Tokyo, in a certain part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I, I, I thought that they were probably in Tokyo, but I didn't want to, like, say that and be yeah, that's like Yeah, that's like a subsection of Tokyo. Okay. Good to know. So at the talk, oh, I have to put this on. Do not disturb. So I can stop hearing Twitter notifications. Twitter notifications. Yeah, you know, not Twitter notifications, Discord notifications. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> you ever put yourself on Do Not Disturb on Twitter? <laughs> they fucking should. <laughs> they really should. Uh, you hear? You hear us? Twitter, do it. I know you're listening to this podcast. See, making that joke, I have to decide if I'm keeping this in or not. Up to you. Yes. Ah, yes, okay. 
So the thing about it was hook- like nearly a hundred years old, and they closed it. Oh, that's a shit, especially for something. Uh, Opened in September of nineteen twenty-six. Damn, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it was like before it closed. If it like still got a lot of people. Um, I don't know. Closed in the thir- on August thirty-first of twenty twenty. Yep. I mean, you probably just couldn't survive uh, the pandemic. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know how much it would have gotten. Uh, from what I, I have seen from Ayumi, it has been very touch and go with literally anything in Japan. But I imagine they closed that for a bit, at least. And that probably... What a shame. It was so close to being open for 100 years and it wasn't able to make it all the way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... No, I have no way to easily transition back to the episode. So they're worried about her, not worried about Hikari, they're wondering about Hikari and how she did on her report card, because I guess the only person she could show it to is Akane. Oh, they, they sold off all the all the amusement rides. Oh. To other... Uh, amusement parks? Yes, that's the one. Well, that's good. I'm glad they're still getting used out there. How do you... So, like, just the ride, so... I was thinking, like, how do you move a coaster? I guess you could, but... It's made out of parts. I guess it is made out of parts, but, like, is each, like... Is, like, the track divided up into sections? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Charlie, have you not seen an under-construction roller coaster? No. (laughs) I say it like that's a normal thing for people to say. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me find a picture of something in particular that I'm thinking of. Well, that's good. I was like, I guess I just leave the little cursors because how how do they take it apart? But I guess they can take it apart. All right. Here, I'm gonna send you this image. Okay. I'm ready for this image. Oh. Okay. Those are all pieces of track for the Yoshi ride that'll be at uh, Super Nintendo World and Universal Studios' Epic Universe in Orlando. Okay, that's that's cool, okay. Yeah, it's not like... The pieces aren't even, like, super big, you know? Like, maybe about the size of, like, a car per segment of track. Yeah. I guess I just never considered a roller coaster being taken apart. Well, it had to get put together, so... Yeah, well, I... <laughs> how, do you, how do you think it got in the park, Charlie? I thought they just built it in there, like, just piece by piece. Yeah, piece. <laughs> by piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm thinking more of, like, a wooden roller coaster with, like... The roller coaster is just a bunch of pieces of woods. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, not like... So, that's why I was a little confused. (laughs) 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 Hikari gets her report card for the first time. Welcome to school, Hikari. Welcome to the education system. She did pretty good. We don't Uh, know how good. All we know is better than Nagisa used to. Yeah. And considering how Nagisa has only gotten worse over time. <laughs> Aw, 
also, her uh, message to home is that she's kind and considerate. Which, yeah, that's that's Hikari. A pleasure to have in class. Yeah. <laughs> and Honoka's uh, little note was, she's always full of inventive ideas. And that's Honoka for you. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to say she didn't get one. I thought that was going to be like that <laughs> thing for this episode was that Honoka was like, well, okay, that didn't, or whatever, you know? Yeah, I also thought Honoka was going to say she didn't get one. Uh, I was going to be like, wow, that sucks for you, Honoka. Because I'm sure you have, like, amazing grades. Hikari also can't stop thinking about this mansion boy that she saw. Uh, she's like, who is he? And Poland's like, yeah, who is this boy? He kind of feels like you, but different. If you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Whatever could that mean? We know what it means. It means that he is the evil Jakku King. Because the queen and the Jakku King are two sides of the same coin. So They're if- two sides of <laughs> the same coin. <laughs> and then Poland starts saying, It's coming, Popo. It's coming, Popo. The Venga bus. <laughs> Can you hear the music in the distance? We were talking about theme parks. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You, y'all you got the Six Flags commercial, right? Yes. With the dance? Okay. Yeah. I thought for a moment that would have been a regional thing because I lived in Georgia where we had a Six Flags. We have a Six Flags up here. Listen. <laughs> I don't know if it would have been different for a different Six Flags. No, I remember the dancing uh, ad. The dancing oldman. Yep, the dancing oldman. Do not worry, I know exactly what you're doing. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> now, the other worry is, are some of our listeners too young to not know about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know if you, if you remember this uh, this ad for Six Flags with the dancing oldman. Series man. of ads. Series of ads, the dancing old man, please. With the Venga bus. This is vital information. I found a 24-minute video about the last day at uh, Toshimane. Ooh. Baldez comes off the Venga bus, starts dancing (laughs) at the Frontiers. (laughs) No, 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 no. No? No, it would be, um... God, what was the other guy? Belze. Who's literally just a tiny old man. Oh, yeah! He is a tiny old man. That makes sense. It's all the villains in, on the bus. It's time to go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still a little tired, y'all. So I can I, tell. If I'm weird. <laughs> You're always weird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Poland is very scared because he senses something coming. And then the other fairies are like, yes, we also sense that something is coming. Some strong... Dark power. As the wind starts picking up. Yes. And even in the field of light, wisdom also feels something. Uh, and Senior's like, ah, yes, you feel it too, right? Yes. So they start just walking down the street uh, as the wind is whipping and it's getting dark out. And my... F- Someone's trying to call me. Sorry, it says Scam Likely. Uh, yeah, hey, how's it going? I'd like to uh, call into the show. 
<laughs> no, you're not allowed to scan. I mean, good. I didn't take any notes or anything. <laughs> Get out of here. I need to get in my house, game. He, he wouldn't be in your house if he's trying to call you, Charlie. No, I guess. I guess Unless. Not. Unless the call's coming from inside the house. What is happening to something? I don't know. You've sort of lost it. Me? Yeah. Lost? Like, lost at, like... Lost I control lost... of the podcast. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna get us back on track. I promise. Alright, so the, everyone else is going about their day. <laughs> and then they suddenly just see Baldes standing there, like, in the crowd of people walking by. And he's so tall. This is a big-ass man. Not big like, uh, what's the name of the big dude? Uh, alright. Uragi- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my tongue situated in my mouth. Uraganos. Uraganos. He's not big like Uraganos is big, but he's like very tall and wide. Yeah. Uh, no Geki Drago. Yeah. So he does something and suddenly they're alone in the city with him now. There's no mm-hmm. people around. He sends them into the um, the Phantom Dimension or whatever. Yes. What was and the name it, of that thing from the Doctor Strange movie? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't, I don't remember. It's transformation time. For only two of them. Uh, only the Kiris tell Hikari to stay back, and then yeah. they transform. Yep. So, they start... The first to- of four canned animations. <laughs> yep. So, they try and, like, fight Baldez... Uh, and they're not doing too well. Uh, Baldez says everything will fall under their dark king. And he's far, far stronger than the other evil guys. And he certainly proves it. He, like, punches a hole in the sidewalk, destroys it. Mm Mm-hmm. He sends them flying, and then it cuts to an act break. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does! (laughs) Uh... Yeah, eventually uh, sends them flying into a point where, like, they get to, like, knock, like, really far back, and, like, they end up, like, in a hole. I guess they were sent to, like, uh, what are they called? The places with cars? Parking thing? Or it has different levels? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you go to the airport and you, like, you have to, like, park in one of those places? Or, like, you're going somewhere and, like, there's that big, like, building, but it's just... Oh, a parking place- garage. Uh, yes. I, I had sort of zoned out when you were talking. I was trying to piece together what you were saying halfway through that sentence. <laughs> a parking garage. Yeah, it's like an underground parking garage. Yeah, because there's cars. Garage. Uh, yes. <laughs> depending <laughs> on where you're from. Do, do people say it like that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've never heard that before. I've always heard garage. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, consider that some people in the United States pronounce it rough. That's true. They do pronounce rough, rough. <laughs> <laughs> so someone who says it the same way two ways in a row. <laughs> oh, <geez. sighs> well... I'm falling hard slowly in real time on this podcast. Well, folks. 
Thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> We're not done yet. Uh, I'm sorry, you're all idle. <laughs> so they're down there. They're down there. Yes. As a corpses. No, they're okay. Well, they're, they're, relati- <laughs> they're relatively okay. He comes and joins them down there. Uh, and Hello they try- down there. <laughs> He, they try to use their uh, mobile screw max move, but it gets deflected by... Yeah, he punches through it with his fist. And he, like, it destroys a bunch of the city because of it. Yeah, it like it implodes the, the marble screw max. Yeah. He starts coming at them with darkness in his hands. Uh, and, well, his, and his heart. Yes. <laughs> and Hikari is there because, like, you know, she's, she wants to help. Actually, no, hold on, real quick. Yeah. In my notes, after okay. he explodes the marble screw, uh, the curious are hiding behind some uh, some debris, all frightened. But he's just standing in the middle, just like drenched with sweat. Oh, just yeah! Just breathing heavily. <laughs> and he's just gonna do that for a bit. It takes a lot out of you to deflect a, a magical girl's uh, big attack. Mm-hmm, and he's about to do it again, too. Yep. Akari's here now. Hikari transforms. She does transform. That's three. Yep. And the cures move in front of Shiny Luminous as he's starting to get ready to blast them again. But it's time for them to combine all their powers and use Extreme Luminario. And that's four canned animations. Yes. All at their full length. Yep. Uh, And they... He does, like, deflect this attack, too. Yeah, but it does, like, it's clear that he's putting a much more force behind his blow this time. Yeah. Uh, like, and also, <laughs> it disappears afterwards, and everything is back to normal. Yeah. I thought for a moment until they said that it was blocked by him, like, maybe it did something, but, it, I mean, it's definitely, it was much harder for him to, to block this attack compared to uh, Marvel School Max. Like, he blocked it, but... Effectively, just the same thing that normally happens to the generals happened here. It just yeah. it was scarier, I guess. Yeah. So, Wisdom and Senior, back in the field of light, aren't really confident that the uh, the Pedicures and Shining Luminous have what they need to fight Baldez right now. Look, he only barely blocked their big attack. Yeah. I think if uh, you had d- changed it up and had... Uh, shiny luminous do the heartiel action and then did like a marble screw max i think he would have died you know what yeah you gotta like shake it up sometimes Mm-hmm. so as we've seen the heartiel action just sort of permanently makes a general weaker looking at you circulus <laughs> the, the those in the philoi are concerned and so are the fairies like they don't know like what they're supposed to do but Seacoon shows up. Yeah, it's this is where she comes in. You need to rely on the intelligence of the field of light. And yep. then she spins a knob on the chair to summon Intelligent. Yes. And they're like, hey, Intelligent, give us the game facts. Yes. There's this scene where uh, Intelligent doesn't really want to talk to... Nah, how can I... Talk to Nagisa and Meeple. Because she's like, well, tell us about uh, the Book of Wisdom. And she's like, no. And then... Holika's like, okay, can you tell us? And she's like, 
yeah, of course I'll tell you. And then she says something else, and Nox is like, "I would love to tell you." Nox is like, "Could you like tell us what's inside of the book?" And Intelligence like, mm, "I don't know. Maybe I could tell you later." And then Honka realizes that Intelligent only really likes her and Ripple, so she's like, "Hey, could you could you tell us what's, what the, what the book says?" Uh, and Intelligent agrees. Apparently, in this tiny book that she's holding, it has all the wisdom passed down in the field of light. So she opens it up, and it starts, like, uh, glowing, and, like, it sends off a burst of light. And these are the things that she learns about it. Things that hold a great power of hope, surrounded by six pillars, a shining, a piece of shining earth. And then she goes on to say, about the shining earth, it is where two suns will appear at once is also in the field of rainbows, in a place related to the power of light. So they need the shining piece of earth. Well, piece of shining earth. Whatever that could be. This rock of mine glows with this awesome power. Its loud (laughs) roar tells me to defeat you. (laughs) Is that from something? Take this, my love, my anger, and all of my sorrow. Burning, oh sorry, shining earth. I guess is. I lost. I lost the. Uh, oh, I've lost the word I was even gonna say. Oh no. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, so it's from that is from Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Ah, okay. This hand of mine glows with an awesome power. <laughs> so they're trying to think of where this could be, like where this shining piece of earth could be. And they're like, well, maybe it's where the fairies arrive, first arrived. And they're like, no, no, no. None of the places they first arrived, like where we first met them, or even where Meeple, no, not Meeple, Meeple first arrived. None of that makes sense. Especially since Meeple, like, arrived in, like, some Europe- European place before she ended up in Japan. Uh, we get flashbacks to, like, them, like, to, like, Meeple and Meeple, like, first meeting the Cures, and then, like, where we first met Poland, uh, and all that. But Meeple realizes where this is. She's like, aha, Meeple, you're the culprit. It is where you drop the prism hope. Uh, Me- Me- Meeple's <laughs> reaction is pretty good. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> Me? <laughs> It's very good. But yes. It is uh where the prism hopish was first found after uh Meeple dropped it, which is uh why didn't I write down the name of this? It was a lake. Uh Kappa Mountain Lake Ho Ho Houghton? Maybe I didn't write it down. Uh this is how it's spelled. Hyoten? Houghton. Yeah, Hyo. Mm. Uh, so that is where they must go, and that's where the episode ends. Yep, it's over. And then next time they fight, they get beat the fuck up some more. <laughs> yeah, they had to fight Boldas again, uh, and it doesn't seem to go well. It does look like this lake gets pretty fucked up. But Cassie, uh huh, was this was this mountain and lake where they met the bears <laughs> what if we see the bears again <laughs> I, was it the where the bears were or is this the place where the uh the big statues were with the samurai 
No, I think that was a different place. I think the samurai place was a different place than where the bears were. I feel like the samurai were on an island, and this is in the mountains. Well, there was a mountain on on that lake. Is the thing that's true? I'm pretty sure this is. Uh, this might be the bear one, but this might I. Be the bear one. I don't remember exactly when they got the prism hopish and what did they get? Because that was a Geki Drago, Geki Drago episode. Did they get the prism hopish during the time with Geki Drago? How quickly did they get it? I don't remember. Well, the bear episode. Okay, yeah, no, that is definitely a picture of the lake from the bear episode. Uh, bear excellent. episode was episode six. Oh, okay. Excellent, excellent. So we might see the, the bears. We probably won't see the bears. But I hope, hope the bears return. Return <laughs> of come, bear. They come and they fight. They fuck up Beldez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were expecting the power of a pretty cure. But what about a power of a bear? But we'll find out what happens next time. So stay tuned, listeners. Unless you watch ahead of us. In which case, you already know the answer. But don't tell us. We'll, f- we'll find out when we find out. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... <laughs> are you ready for the plugs? Uh... Sure. Alright, if you want to talk to us on Twitter... Don't. If you... <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, you can. Sorry. I just thought it would be very funny if I interjected right then. <laughs> it was pretty funny. If you want to tell us if you remember the Venga bus... Uh... Six Flags ads. You can find us at. I was plugged myself. Hold on a second. You can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magic underscore Pride, where I tweet about things and slowly lose my mind. Or you can go listen to the podcasts that I do, like Otherwear, Otherwear Pod. At. Hold on a second. Otherwear Pod. <laughs> <laughs> you can go find. Okay, I'm gonna, hold on a sec. Take two. Or you can go listen to the podcast I do, like other other pod on Twitter, where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can go listen to Breathing Space Fading from Tear, which is a space western anthology where I was in one of the episodes and I'll be writing for season two. And I would plug Devoid of Space, which you should go follow at Devoid of Space on Twitter. But that's not going to be coming out until the next year, so... Unless you want to be involved with it, uh, writing has been closed for a while, but voice acting will eventually be out applying for that, that is, so. Who knows, you might hear familiar voices. Yeah, you might hear familiar voices, so stay tuned in a couple months and you'll see. Alright, take it away, Cassidy. (laughs) You will hear, yes, you will not see anything. Hi, I'm Cassidy, and I'm <laughs> on Twitter at MadLavotinist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Uh, I tweet. You sure do. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just agreeing with What's you. that supposed to mean? <laughs> Nothing. You do tweet. I do tweet. Um, <laughs> I also have a website. It's got all my podcasts on it. Um, such as the Digital Cryptids feed, which might have more stuff in it soon. Ooh. Huh? Mm. Huh? Anyways, you can find that, uh, all those podcasts on my website, which is at madlebotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle.neocities.org. 
Yes, I forgot to say they're going to get a new power next episode, which should be exciting because we haven't had a new power in a while. What are you talking about? We had some like 22 episodes yeah, but... ago. No, sorry, not 22 episodes ago. Like 17 episodes ago. <laughs> okay, but I meant, well, okay, yes, Hikari being here does give them some new powers because yeah that gave us two new powers yes but like the the pretty cures black cure black and cure white only had an upgrade to their first powers they haven't had like a new power themselves they have the ones combined with shiny luminous and they have their upgraded one but i feel like you know well they left all those old ones behind because they weren't as good as the new ones. never gonna heal another person again I don't even... Well, they might if we're going to see those bears again. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even remember the name of that. Uh, was it Rainbow Therapy or am that I thinking of Sailor Moon? <laughs> no, I think Sailor Moon's has got healing in it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Rainbow Therapy. Okay, it is Rainbow mm-hmm. Therapy. The other one was Rainbow I guess that form. makes sense. I guess that makes sense because, mm-hmm. like, their moves have, like, a rainbow theme. They are gay, yes. is the thing. Because they're in the field of rainbows. And they're gay. <laughs> is that it? Is that the episode? Um, I think that's the episode. Alright, alright, alright. So until next time, we need your help, Meatball! Girls, be power overwhelming! <laughs> That's it. Okay, I'm also sorry about recording. Is everything? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's great. Hello, cat. Wait, what's the name of the- Everything is perfect. It's falling into place. Can't seem to wipe this smile off my face. What is that? What is- Life's a happy song when there's someone by your side to sing along. Uh, that is the opening song to the Muppet movie. Like, the, the, the newer one of those. Ah. Okay. With um, the guy whose name I don't know and the Muppet named Walter. Walter or Walter? Walter. Okay, just making sure I heard you correctly. You don't want to get the name wrong. That's not. Walter Muppet, not Walter a dog. And what if Walter the Muppet was a dog? He's kind of just like a normal guy. That's kind of like, is kind of his thing. Mm. Yes, Jason Siegel is is the human man from that movie, who is the Muppets' brother, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's coming back to me. And okay, there's a picture of him. He's just a totally normal guy. He is just a totally normal guy, but a Muppet. Mm-hmm. What if a Muppet was just a dude? A lot of Muppets are just dudes. Is the thing. <laughs> I suppose you're right. I don't know enough about the Muppets to say otherwise. Are you ready to talk about a podcast or 
I'm I'm always ready to talk about a podcast. 